and welcome back to episode 22 um, with me, uh, Dusty Tunnel, and you're listening to Digging Holes with Dusty Tunnel, and you're here with me, and I'm so glad you are, because I was I was getting a little bit, uh, a hint of loneliness, and then I slid these headphones on, and they're just caressing my ears, and I put this microphone in front of my face, and I just... I feel your presence. I feel I feel you here with me and uh and it feels nice. It does. And I think that I sound pretty good right now. Um listening through these headphones, my voice sounds good. It didn't sound good in this episode that I'm about to uh play for you because my voice is very was very hoarse and I'm not sure why. I think um I was a little stressed out at the time or I I don't know what was going on and I tried to edit it and pick the sound up for my you know when I was doing the talking didn't really work that well um but the good news is I contribute almost nothing to this podcast it's a very very good one it's one of my favorites that I've listened back to and it's all because of um the guest that I had on because of his interesting story um and his passion for comedy and um yeah and you're you're really going to enjoy listening to it it's a uh, it's pretty cool i just I contributed nothing. I sat here and he would say awesome things and I'd go like, oh yeah, yeah, that's an awesome, awesome thing you just, you just said. And, uh, oh, that's more awesome thing. Here's a, a dumb question. Oh, why don't you, you ex- expand on that question into more awesomeness? That's kind of how it goes. So you really don't need to hear what I'm saying anyway. But, um, yeah, the pod, uh, podcast is super super good and it's uh with mike bentley a local san diego comedian and um you may have seen him um and thought that he um uh, you may have seen him at an all right convention oh that's a recycled joke from he's got a he's he's a white guy with a bald head and uh looks like he could wear a wife beater and drink keystone light out of his uh trailer park so that's what he looks like I normally try to make a little bit of a joke about the person and that's that's the joke and it's not really a joke. I mean he looks like that. He looks like that and he looks like he's beat up um uh children before. So there you go. But Mike Bentley, he's actually very very funny. He's killing it in the comedy scene. You're going to kind of hear him talk about um the the stages he's gone through. He started comedy a little while ago quit for a bit and he's just been he came back on the scene just a few months ago and he came back on fire boy holy shit he is funny he's like he kind of came in and just started making us all look silly with how funny his jokes are his writing's phenomenal he does one-liners they're super 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 funny um so funny in fact that he won the audition portion of one of the american comedy company open mics and he is opening this next weekend. Um, he's going to be on the show with uh, Giannis Papas, who you should know is a very, very funny comedian. And if you don't know, look up Giannis Papas because he's very funny and uh, worth uh, listening to and uh, becoming a fan of. But uh, while you're becoming a fan of Giannis, why don't you go check him out live and then you can become a fan of Mike Bentley as well because he's going to be there absolutely destroying the place and getting it ready for Giannis. Um, and that's going to be August 9th and 10th. That's this coming weekend. 
Uh, check it out. You can find tickets online, I'm sure, at the American Comedy Company website. And um, I would do that. I would buy them ahead of time because who knows? It's probably going to sell out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how these things work, but probably. Um, what's going on with me? Dude, I am in much in a much, much better mood than the previous podcast. And um, I don't know what it is, man. I was in a funk. My brain sucks sometimes, but I'm out of it. Um, had a good day today, started out with some yoga, did some stand-up paddleboarding for the second time ever in my life. Uh, first time in the United States. What? And, uh, it went well. I got burnt up a little, got rid of this awkward backwards hat tan that I had on my forehead. Now it's just all one even color of burn, red burn color, um, which surprisingly how awfully red it is it does look better than it did before the burn because yeah you can look at my instagram and see the picture um yeah so i'm in much much better mood um although i did eat a big old giant extra large popcorn size bucket of dicks yesterday at a um audition at the ice house in pasadena i just I took all those dicks out and just uh, slurped on them and then ate them each individually and just ate those dicks right on town. It was awful. Um, I And it was all me. I, uh, I don't know what happened. Um, there was no microphone for the audition. That threw me off. Um, they cut the sets in half once we got there because there's so many people there to audition. And... Uh, and then, you know, it was my responsibility to do well, and I just fucking sucked. So there you have it. But um, I've got a couple things coming up. Um, next week on the 13th, I'm going to be at the Harp Inn in uh, Costa Mesa performing in a contest, trying to win $100, uh, which will basically just be the gas money for me to get there and get back. So if I lose, I lose big because of the gas money. If I win, I break even, but I at least feel a little bit better about myself. So uh, if you're in Orange County or Costa Mesa area, please come check it out. I think it's audience vote. So, you know, if you're a friend of mine, I'll give you a dollar to vote for me. How about that? I mean, I don't know. Whatever, just come see me. And uh, I think I'm going to be doing the belly room on a Wednesday some sometime soon. I don't have a date uh, set up yet. But um, that looks like that's in the works. Um, and I'm really excited because I love that room. It's so small and intimate. And it's at the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood. So, yeah. Why wouldn't why wouldn't I want to perform there? And then August 21st, I'm doing a second round of Throne of Jokes. And, uh, yeah, I'm probably, I'm probably going to advance because... Uh, no, I don't know. It's actually... Um, I think there's a lot of really good people on that night. So... Um, it's going to be a really good show for the audience and hopefully I advance. So come check me out, support me, support local comedy and support local art and music and support, um, local things, you know, and that's enough about me. Let's, uh, let's move on to the, the whole reason why you're even listening to this episode, which is Mike Bentley, um, super, super funny, uh, comic in San Diego and dude, pay attention because this guy's going to blow up. He's going to. He's going to do big things soon. He's already like you know skyrocketing up. He's moving moving very very fast towards uh, success and uh I'm excited for him. 
both because he's funny and because he's a really awesome dude. So without further ado, here is Mike Bentley. How to spell your name? L E Y. L E Y. Yeah. Okay. Is that how the car's spelled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't know if there was an E or not. Yeah. I have the giant Bentley logo. Are we on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I have the giant Bentley logo tattooed on my back from shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're one of those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's cool. I was a long time ago. Anyways, there's nothing well, I can do with it now. I mean, it's still a part of you. It's yeah. Part absolutely. of your shoulders. Anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> I eventually want to be covered in tattoos. I just. Uh, haven't got around to it. Yeah. Are you military? Nah. Do you get that a lot? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you totally have. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's you know, I'm not judging you because you're not. It's okay. I, mean, I respect you a little less. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Um. Yeah. It's weird. Uh. People ask me all the time. Um. Yeah. Just a white guy with a shaved head though that <laughs> occasionally works out. So people are like, "Yeah, you're in the military." I'm like, "No, I, I've I've yeah. had like people in the military be like, "Are you in the military?" Right. So. Right. I mean, it's not terrible. I have manners, so I mean, I take I take it as a compliment, you know. Yeah, I actually, uh, I I really uh, um, have enjoyed all the pe- like veterans that I've had on this podcast. Like, uh, it's kind of amazing how thoughtful they actually are. Yeah, because you always think of them as like meatheads, but uh-huh. then like TD is like the greatest know? guy ever. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, so I don't know if you saw his post last night, but I guess he's leaving for some training. So last night was his last couple shows. Right, right. I don't know the guy very much except for the few times that he's pulled me aside and, and offered me advice and um, and whatnot. But, man, I was like when he said he was going away just for a little bit, I was like, oh, man, man it's going to be a bummer. Now. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't hear me say this. Oh, uh, no, he, he definitely will. Because I'll have to tag him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Too, so. yeah. yeah, that's cool. Um, but you. Yeah. So you're more than just the average like. Um, workout guy though because you've done spart i sort of stalked you a little yeah, bit yeah since you're coming on the podcast you've done like spartan races and stuff like that multiple spartan races mm-hmm. um probably like 12 or 15 all the different levels too like the long ones mm-hmm. um i've done a tough mutter tough mutters i would prefer not to do again yeah they so, like electrocute you yeah they electrocute right? you and yeah. like to think about being shocked as hard as i was twice also they do it at two different obstacles <laughs> i don't want to do it again <laughs> like I can take pain, but like it really hurt. So really? yeah, oh, that's um, interesting. So I'd prefer not to do that. And then uh, two years ago, I'm not a runner, but like two years ago, I ran a full marathon. Oh shit! Um, just to kind of do it with my girlfriend or ex girlfriend now. Um, yeah, and I had never even ran a half marathon. Oh, so wow. I was like, fuck it, let's just do did, 26. Did you train for it? Uh, so I trained. So um, I was having a good few months of training. And so the marathon was in November in Vegas, by the way. Oh, Rock sure. and roll Vegas. Oh, yeah. They do it at night. Dope. Right? 4.30 p.m. You run down the strip. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, I recommend if anybody ever wants to run a marathon, do that one because it's fun. And you have something to like look forward to afterwards to like a good like meal and a hotel yeah. room. Do they, um, do they do it on Saturday or Sunday? This was on Saturday, I believe. Oh, that's good. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's the one thing that um, I I always thought that it was on Sunday, and that always bothered me about the Vegas one because it's like, uh, like you have to you're gonna be in Vegas all weekend, but you can't really drink because you're gonna run a marathon on Sunday. Yo, it is you that okay? That? It sounds like your fire alarm, dude. Oh, 
You could. Oh no, I think it's off. I think I don't know. My roommate roommate's home. They'll take care of it. Cool. If there's a fire, they'll probably Good. let us know. That will be out that window. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not as tough as I look. Um, you know what? Come to think of it, I think it was Sunday because I had been betting on football all, all oh, day. Okay. Until I had been, yeah, it was almost positively on Sunday because oh. I was betting on NFL all day. That's the one thing that bothers me about it because, like, I'd want to drink and stuff. Yeah. And if you're running a marathon on Sunday, it's like. I mean, I guess unless you go there Sunday and stay a couple days. After yeah, that, for sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'd I'd be uh, I'd be partying because like the I just I ran in a, the rock and roll San Diego half uh-huh. this, this last last a couple week. months ago. Yeah. Like, and um, I'm not in shape and I wasn't ready for it. But uh, but I you finished. I, I did finish. Um, and the night before I did uh, the one of those San Diego Comedy League things. Oh, yeah. And I had like three or four beers while I was out. And then I. Slept like three or four hours. And Perfect. I, I ran, and you woke I up and you're like, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I, I didn't think I was going to finish, finish it before I did that. And then that's kind of why I like gave myself the excuse to do like drink. Cause yeah. it's like, ah, oh, you're not going to finish it anyway. Absolutely. And then you and, can blame it on that. Yeah. But then I did finish it. And, uh, but I, I almost passed out at the end. I got like real lightheaded, had to grab onto some people. And nice. Stuff. Yeah. But, uh, did you advance in the comedy league? Uh, or yeah. That's yeah. like a, that's a contest, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And did you, I, ad- I placed, um, I, I've placed in every single one. I honestly, I don't know how the rules work exactly in that, but I'm pretty sure I'm moving on to the playoffs or whatever. Nice. Do, so. so it's a good feeling. I mean, you yeah. placed the night before Yeah. yeah you yeah. came the next morning, you finished the half marathon. Yeah. 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 Those um, start early too. Those aren't the, those what? Right. Seven, seven a.m. Um, yeah. Or six thirty yeah, or something. For I sure. don't know. I was up at like five or yeah. five thirty. So my, um, yeah. My ex-girlfriend ran it and all of her family and stuff were here to kind of run it too. And so, yeah, I know that they were all up super early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice because you get done early and then you have the rest of the day, you know, and it's like, it was a beautiful day. Oh, and I was on a, I was on call that morning for my work too. Like I take call, I work at a hospital. Mm -hmm. So like, I think I, my call started at, um, seven 30 or eight. So an hour of the marathon, um, my coworkers or my bosses will love to hear this uh, hour of the marathon. I was on call too. So I, uh, I, I, w- I had a plan of if they paged me, I was just going to run off the course and get an Uber. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But it didn't happen. So yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, what exactly do you do? Uh, I work in orthopedics. I put like casts and splints on people. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. I work in surgery. Nice. A bit. Yeah, it's- so a real job. It's it's a real job, yeah, Good. yeah. It's um, it makes the comedy thing hard, yeah. Which is a great segue, yeah, yeah. So you had a cush cush thing going on, and then you, uh, yeah. Well, so my my uh, my cushy life was just with my girlfriend. Oh, um, okay. I mean, I have a job. It's not a great career, but it's a job, and it yeah. you know it pays really well. I'm a I'm a server. I'm a bellman. Bellman. Okay. Yeah. So I've always been a bellman. Oh, cool. Um, but now I work for like two really nice hotels. But my girlfriend, um, we had met about five years ago and like just fell in love right away. And she is like, she's dope. Right out of high school, she graduated college. It took her four years. Right now she's 26 and she's a revenue manager for Marriott Corporate. Oh, wow. So, I mean, she's only 26. I mean, she's got she's already like all in of her. Corporate yeah, Marriott. she's got her yeah. shit together. I mean, yeah. so responsible. I mean, she wakes up at 5.15 every morning with no caffeine, goes for a run. Pretty awesome. Wow. So, like, and, I mean, we had, in the five years, I mean, we were basically living a honeymoon. 
I mean, we traveled. We went to Thailand. We went to Peru. Wow. Uh, we hiked Machu Picchu. We did the four-day hike. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, we've been to Jamaica twice. We've done it all. <laughs> like, just honeymoon living. Um, but, yeah, recently, uh, recently we kind of just decided to break up. And um, it was basically because I wasn't happy. It just wasn't. You weren't happy with that? that with that life. Yeah, with yeah. that easy life. I mean, I've just never. It just seems like doing the same thing over and over again, which isn't terrible. I mean, we did it for five years, but like you can only just go home and, and sit on the couch and drink wine and like go to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah. And it's just I just got tired of it. Yeah. And I knew I always knew in the back of my head, like I want to do comedy. To be honest with you, I think I'm I think I was like meant to kind of be, do comedy or be funny. Like I've always gotten laughs. Yeah. Um, I could always get laughs. Um so yeah, man, I just gave up that life and I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to start grinding, hitting these mics. I mean, while I'm at, you know, while I'm waiting at Madhouse, you know, till midnight to do a five minute set for nobody. Right. Um, I, you know, I could be at home <laughs> asleep with my girlfriend, you know, but yeah, yeah I gave it all up. And it's kind of weird because uh, we broke up, but we're still very good friends. Nothing happened. We didn't get in any bad fights and we actually still live together in a one bedroom apartment. Really? Yeah, and we just wow. I'm and we get along totally fine, and I'm never home. You share a bed? No, I oh, sleep on okay. the couch. It's crazy. Oh, okay, everything there in that apartment is mine too because she moved in with me. But I'm just like, oh, take good. it. Yeah, it's like it's all good. I just want to do comedy. I mean, I come home. I never see her. I haven't seen her in in forever. I mean, I'm, I see her in the morning sometimes. Oh, okay. But like, it's because I'm asleep on the couch and she's going to work. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's kind of a weird living situation, but. It's uh, good for rent, though, right? It's good for rent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we go back and forth. We switch every other month. Oh, so you, you pay like a full month? Yeah. And then, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's so, kind of a cool way to do it. But now that we're split up, we might have to switch that because I wouldn't want to have to be like, oh, I'm moving out and it's your, it's also your time to pay the month. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, two months ago, it was the first week of June when I, when I went back to the Madhouse. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, man, haven't looked back since. It's only been two months since I've gone since I've gotten back into comedy. Yeah. No way, dude! It feels like way longer than that. Yeah, and uh, the the last week last week of May or uh, first week of June. Oh wow! I remember the first time I saw you, and I uh, it's always just like it's always exciting to see a a new face just crush because like first time I saw you was just like right off the bat. Thanks, man. Was that at ACC? Yeah, I think so. Got it. Um. Now, was the first time you saw me because was it like within the two months? I mean, it had to be. Yeah. Okay. Because well, because I had I had dabbled in like 2018. Like I went for like another month and and I got up a couple times at ACC and it actually went well. But like I I wasn't at a point where I was always getting my name called. Uh, So like I would show up and then like I wouldn't get my name. Phrase that. Now, uh, <laughs> now I get, it. I get my name <laughs> called and, it, yeah. and it's, it's nice. In fact, mm-hmm. um, last night is funny. You've be- earned it, you know? yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, but last week, Jordan, um, Coburn, Coburn yeah. was, um, hosting for Nathan. Cause Na- I think Nathan's out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get my name called, uh, um, but which is cool because I stuck around and I got the I got my name called at the end, oh, and so I you're like the first one. So I'm opening up next week, uh, which yeah. is cool because you know when you're gonna go up. And yeah, then... and also I'm gonna be going in front of a packed well a packed house uh, for an open mic, and um, which is gonna be good because 
the following Friday and Saturday. Um, right. You know, I have my you know, my show with uh, show op- the opening, yeah, open show opening up for Giannis uh, Giannis Papas. So yeah. I think it'll be good. I th- kind of think it was like meant to be almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so you hated the or not hated? You just weren't happy um, with it, the girlfriend life. It was just so weird. Like it was Kush. Have you ever? I don't like to label myself as depressed because I think or to, to have any sort of depression. Cause uh-huh. I, I think it's pretty popular for people to say that these days, yeah, which yeah. whether it's true or not, but like if you've ever had depression where you, where you really just like, you just feel like shit all the time and you can't really say why oh, that's dude. what I had towards yeah. the end of the relationship. And the last time we went to dinner, I told her that I was just like, I'm not happy. I don't know. And she's like, well, what would make you happy? And the only thing I could think of was comedy. It's yeah. the only answer I had. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, yeah, man, I got to do this. It. And when you look at popular comedians or comedians that have made it, mm-hmm. um, you know, successful ones, it seems like a lot of them have that story where they're just like, you know what? Like I had a choice yeah. and I had to choose comedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You hear that from basically all of them. Every, yeah. every once in a while there's the, like, there's just somebody who tried it and was good at it. Yeah. And made it, but, uh, what was your, your life growing, growing up? Like where maybe that has something to do with it too. Like, where was did you live in a wild environment um, um definitely i grew up with um i mean both my parents when i was born for probably the first five years or so um both my parents did drugs um i was born out here in el cajon um from oh, so, so el cajon they were doing good drugs then yeah so exactly <laughs> real, they're real doing drugs. the drugs where they're up at 4 a.m vacuuming sidewalks <laughs> and like <laughs> cleaning shit you had the the cleanest sidewalks like in the whole neighborhood yeah (laughs) exactly um so yeah man to you know to to dig right into the stereotypes of el cajon yeah man i think they were doing those drugs and um they both you know they got a divorce uh when when i was born um and they both stopped doing drugs when they remarried so like i had two step parents on both sides and both my parents stopped doing drugs which was great they just needed to be with people that weren't going to enable. Exactly. Them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, so my dad moved to a place. Do you know where Palmdale is? Or mm-hmm. have you ever heard of it? You have? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Afro like, Man. Yep. Everybody's heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, Afro Man, the Palmdale song, he sings about the east side of Palmdale. Uh-huh. That's where I was born. That, or not born, but that's where I was raised. Uh, okay. Yeah, east side of Palmdale. Oh, um, that's, um, that's even more... Uh, of the stereotype than El Cajon, I think. Oh, it's it's hood. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really hood. I mean, we had all three major gangs, Mexicans, uh black dudes and like hardcore white supremacists. We had them all in the desert. Oh, that's cool. So it was diverse. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest with you, I hung out with all three. It was real weird. Mm. Um but uh yeah, so my dad met this woman named Kelly um who ended up being my stepmom. They got married. They moved to LA and then later moved to Palmdale when I was probably about seven or eight when they moved to Palmdale. So I still lived here in San Diego with my mom and I would go visit my dad every summer. Okay. And it was like, if I wasn't with my mom, I would be crying for my dad. If I wasn't with my mom, no, no, no. And if I was with my dad, I'd be crying for my mom. Uh, So I was just going back and forth. Um, But I was also a really bad kid. So in fifth grade, I actually got expelled from my first school, completely kicked out. Um, fifth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. Fifth grade, uh, halfway through fifth grade. Um, quick version of what happened is I was trying to leave for recess. My teacher stopped me cause she wanted to talk to me. Um, 
she stopped me in a doorway and I went to turn away and walk away from her. She grabbed my arm. I hit her arm away and it hit the door jam. Like it hit it pretty hard, I guess. Uh, uh, so when I came back from recess, she had it. She had her hand all wrapped up in ice. It was rough, but I got expelled. So I got expelled. Wait, a, f- a fifth grader hurt her hand that bad. Yeah. So who knows? Um, That's wild. Yeah. I was a bad kid, though. It's not yeah. like it was. This wasn't a, a was, first offense. Uh, um, so I got kicked out of my first school when I was in fifth grade. Um, then from there, I mean, I, I moved to Lemon Grove. I, I finished fifth grade there. Wasn't happy. Then I moved to Palmdale for good. Oh, okay. So then I was living with my dad and I was in sixth grade. Okay. Um, and I mean, I had a great life. I was in all three sports. Um, my dad was the perfect dad. My dad was a plumber. Um, Kelly, my stepmom, um, she was a secretary for his plumbing company. Great. They made great money. We had a nice house. Um, I, like I said, I played all three major sports. Um, my dad was there to support me, pick me up from practice, take me everywhere I needed to go. Um, we had jet skis. We had, uh, we had, a uh, uh, we had three jet skis. Our neighbor had boats. That's how we grew up anyways. Uh, so when I was probably in eighth grade, uh, we went to mammoth. I think it was mammoth, but I don't know, but we went skiing in a, in a big mountain, almost okay. positive it was mammoth. Um, I wasn't with her, but Kelly was on a sled and she was just, it was a freak accident and she went off like a little three foot bump and broke her back. Oh, completely shit. uh i mean i was pretty young but like i don't know what the injury was but like she broke her back okay so she was laid up in the hospital for months wow um at that time my dad ended up st- uh cheating on kelly with his boss's wife oh shit yeah oh, also i should say that his boss's wife like uh their names were John and Loretta their families and our families were best friends. Oh, we all got along. Man. It was great. So he ended up cheating on her with the other woman, Loretta. Um, so they ended up getting like starting to go through a divorce. So my dad's life was starting to go to shit again a little bit, just a little. Yeah. So like I said, I played, uh, I played baseball. Uh, my dad ended up, becoming friends with one of my friends dad uh his name was jack side note that dude ended up hanging himself later jesus christ dude yeah so we won't get into that but anyways jack was a painter um and also he he did drugs he did meth mm-hmm. he did meth that's okay. that's all i can you know so my dad ended up becoming friends with him and started doing drugs again uh... jack's daughter was older she was into the drug game and my dad and and his daughter her name was leah they kind of became really good friends and my dad slowly started not only doing drugs but selling drugs Uh. and by that time kelly my stepmom had moved out uh side note she moved into a trailer park uh, I only say that because I lived with her at one point. So like I lived in a trailer park. Um, <laughs> they went from the jet skis. Dude, to the wild, man. Yeah. I lived in a trailer park um, for a little bit, but anyways, yeah, man, my dad started selling drugs. I was probably 15, 16 at the time. Wow. Um, I mean, he would be so spun out that like him and his friends would write all over the walls in our house. I mean, it was bad. Like math equations. 
just just <laughs> ramblings, just poems that they made up and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, man, it got pretty bad for a couple of years. And actually, to be honest with you, I started doing drugs. Like, um, do you know who Moshe Kasher is? Yeah. So he has a book. He has a book where the title of the book is like, et cetera, et cetera. I, I was a drug addict and then I turned 16. Oh, that yeah. was me. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was I was on, you know, I was doing speed at like 16. Wow. Yeah, and it wasn't good. Like, so the fact that I'm not a piece of shit on drugs still in Palmdale, yeah. like, is pretty wild. Do you feel like something pulled you out of it specific or? Um, well, the only reason I ended up staying in Palmdale, because I had here, my mom was like, come back home, please. Yeah. Um, the only reason oh, I she was clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and still is, and always has been since she stopped. Um, but the only reason I stayed there was because um, my high school sweetheart was there. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's the only reason they kept me there. And then when we broke up, I was like, "This is yeah." So I ended up moving back to San Diego. One of my best friends from Palmdale, after I moved, um, fell asleep at the wheel, ended up dying. I mean, nothing good happened in Palmdale. Like I Dude, could I kind of feel like I should ask you to leave my house. I'm, I'm afraid something bad. Yeah, gonna man. Bad stuff follows me. <laughs> bad stuff follows me. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of how it was. And eventually my dad ended up, um, running from the law and ended up getting arrested in Vegas. Oh, okay. And that's, he, he ended in jail up now. No, he's oh, good okay. now. Cause that was a while ago. Oh, okay. Um, so he got out of prison maybe when I was 19. Oh, Maybe okay. like a year after my senior. Now? I'm 37. Just turned oh, okay. 37. Oh, wow. You look, yeah. Older. You look a lot younger. I look yeah. younger because I like to take care of myself somewhat. But yeah. as far as comedy you wise, like. arrogant about it, dude. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Calm down. It's, yeah. As far as comedy goes, though, I should have started a long time ago. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like um, I feel the same way, actually. Yeah. But, um, but the only thing I can do is like just keep going. And, you know. If, if it's you, what you want to do. Yeah. If, and yeah. if you can't like look at it and you have to look at the long run, mm -hmm. like if I were to do it for, you know, if I stay with it in 10 years, like I'm going to be a lot better. Yeah. And age is age. Like it is what it is. Yeah. It's, there's a, like, I think Rodney Dangerfield didn't blow up till he was like almost 50. He's something. a big inspiration. Yeah. Like I had to watch his story when I was like, mm -hmm. do I want to do this? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's actually yeah, yeah. Was a big inspiration and, yeah. and a big part and, of me getting. And uh, you're living in an age where it's like it can happen pretty fast just yeah. because of technology. Absolutely. You know? Like you just need one viral video or something like, you know, like Andrew Schultz. Like, yeah. Like the way he does it, he just puts put out, out little clips. Yeah. And then like a couple of them went viral. And now he's like, you know, one of the biggest. I fell asleep out there. today. I took a nap, just had his YouTube videos on repeat, just yeah. listening to him. Yeah, he's really funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we probably uh, I should have probably waited to take a drink since you were taking a drink because that left a long pause. That's okay. I'm a uh, I'm good at this podcast. More so. shit for you to edit yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, yeah, I mean I'll edit it, but probably not. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure no one's gonna care. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The whole, you know, when you say things can happen faster because of technology, mm -hmm. that's something I lack. I don't know anything about technology. I'm like, I would love to do a podcast. Or like my own podcast. Oh, dude, this is so easy. Yeah, I, I know. You, I could show you how to set this up. It's what everybody says. And like, I don't even have an Instagram. Yeah. Like, dude, I'll, I'll let you take that mic home right there. And it's, uh, you could report a, record a podcast with just that one mic. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. If I ever want to use it again, I'll just ask for it yeah, man. back. But uh, Come to find out, I live three miles from you. I know. I don't know yeah. why I thought you lived in El Cajon. 
Um, I have no idea. Do you work uh, in Alcajon? No, probably just because I'm white and I think that's probably that's probably it. Yeah. I assume every backward hat. Everyone yeah. in, everyone white lives in Alcajon. Everyone black yeah. lives in Lemon Grove. These are <laughs> things I assume. Yeah, dude, that's uh, that what that's what makes you a great comedian because you're observant. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I live in Lemon Grove. This morning, I uh, I don't know if you saw that post on Facebook, but I told a pretty pretty large black fella. To re-rack his weights. And I've oh, done, I, yeah, yeah. I've done that before, and it's it's always like, it could always go a few different ways, but yeah, yeah that was my morning. I feel like, uh, well, yeah, I guess it could go different ways. I feel like in a gym, though, that's appropriate. It is, and yeah. but it's it's my own my own thing of like, I can't just let things go. And I guess maybe that is kind of what makes a good comedian yeah, or yeah. what makes a comedian is yeah. that the little shit bothers them. Oh yeah. For but sure. yeah, I just, and I did it really passive aggressive and I was like, Hey bro, are you, are you done with that? He's like, Oh yeah, man, I've been done. And I'm like, Oh cool. Cause the weights are still on there. And, uh, I, he, I could tell he was confused, but by that time I had walked to the other <laughs> side of the gym and I know he was like, why did he say that if he doesn't want to use the, cause I didn't go, I didn't go use the bench. I was like, yeah, I just noticed that your weights are still on there. So I wasn't sure. So yeah, that's how I like to do things. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That actually, uh, that style, uh, like when you were comparing it or, uh, um, yeah, comparing it to like being a comedian, I think, uh, that sort of passive aggressive, like, um, quips or like just being like snarky yeah. is, is, it is a good comedian style. Cause like, uh, even TD, when uh, I know we already talked about him, but when he was, on I here, could talk about TD as much as you want, dude. <laughs> but he was. You he want was, to talk about shapes? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do, hey, let's do all of his jokes right now. Uh, just, if yeah. dude, if I could do it in his cadence, I would. Yeah, he. Uh, but that's what he was saying is he was just doing his he was doing doing his jokes like a completely different style, and then he just like, um, uh, I forget how he stumbled across it, but then something made him just get on stage and do things like really angry, like how he normally is mm-hmm. like, like really passionate and angry. And then he was like, Oh yeah, it's just, and then I started killing and it was like, Oh, so yeah, I think it's the same thing. It's, it's like a passion. Thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, your writing's really good too, though. It's like, I mean, that's a big part of it. If you can write like a really good, um, misdirective punchline. Yeah. And you're, I've gotten a, a few when you're as, when you're young to doing comedy, when you're new to doing comedy, like I am, mm-hmm. um, I've gotten a couple really nice compliments from like just random other comedians mm-hmm. recently about like my joke writing. And yeah, that's been, uh, that's been really cool. It's, it's, it's those, like, it's that kind of feedback that like motivates you and pushes you, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. And then like, there's not, there's nothing like I've never felt anything that feels the same as, um, like murdering on stage, you know, like just absolutely not. It's, it's like the best feeling when, when I come home and and my ex-girlfriend asked me like how it went, like if I had a good set, usually at ACC. Yeah. I'm like, you don't, you have no idea how that feels to like get those kind of laughs and then get off stage and people are like, yo, good set, good set. Yeah. It's like the validation you're like lacking your whole life. Yeah. I mean, and I say, I say you, but I mean, yeah, no, all of us. us. You mean all of us? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Like, Finally, I'm doing something that like seem like I'm good at, yeah. or that seems to be, um, yeah, like seems to be sort of important in some aspect yeah. of life. Yeah, I walked, uh, I walked into Winston's um, two weeks ago, and uh, this dude who I know but I've never talked to, um, he walked up to me and he quoted one of my jokes, and I was like, "Great!" And he was like, "Dude, that's so funny!" And he's like, "I've been telling all my friends," and I'm like, 
that's cool, man. But for sure, maybe don't tell him because like I don't want him to repeat it and then turn it into a meme or some other shit. And then it's no longer my joke. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, they're one liners. So, yeah, it could, it could <laughs> I've uh, I've told jokes that I've seen um, become memes, too. And like, it's definitely not because of me. I think I heard you talk about this, that. Yeah, you had said a joke that you heard maybe on a special. Also, oh, yeah, that was a uh, jo- Jonah Friedlander. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I had a joke about um, my hair because it's like you know my hair is like all white now, and so I did a joke about my head becoming gentrified. Yeah, and um, he did that joke. It was like, I mean, it was it was really really similar to the joke that um, that I did, but um, I mean, obviously, like he's. Like he's an established comedian yeah. and he's been doing it for a long time and he just thought of a similar joke and it's not like I, I never felt like, Oh, he was in LA when I was in LA and he heard that joke or something, you know, it was just like, it was actually, it was, it was frustrating on one end cause I felt like I couldn't do that joke anymore, but it also was encouraging cause it was like somebody on that level did a joke that like was really similar to what I was doing. So that's a hundred percent how you should think of it Yeah. because I've also seen things that I've thought of also like almost word for word. And I've seen them on specials or TV before. And that is how you should think of it because yeah. obviously he didn't take your joke and yeah, you didn't take no his joke. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that you thought of the same joke as this very successful writer and comedian, mm-hmm. that's how you should take it. Cause that's like the ultimate, like, yeah, dude. I am funny. Yeah. That's how you should think of it is I must be funny if I'm able yeah, to think at of least that sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, and then, oh, there is, I have notes for you because you sent me a thing. I can edit all this part out. That's okay. Yeah. I've seen, um, like, like last year I, I posted something stupid about it. Just, it was a dumb play on words. It was like, uh, a reptile dysfunction. And I saw, I almost saw it like immediately on like a game show on TV and I'm like, God damn it. I was like, that's cool. I guess it is funny enough to use on TV. It's a good wordplay. Yeah. It's, you know, it was yeah. stupid. I don't even know why I thought of it. Yeah. Most of my thoughts are brought to you by marijuana also. Uh, like I'm almost <laughs> never not high. Oh, yeah. And people. You're big pothead? Yeah. I always have been. Okay. Um, yeah. The it's only, not even a thing anymore. No. Like, the only time I've had to quit is when I've been trying to get jobs. And it's just like jobs still. Well, what's really cool is so I work for two hotels and one hotel is so lenient that they uh, they sent on a thing because like I work in like with Bellman and valet and sometimes valets will damage a car on accident. (laughs) This hotel is so cool and so like new age. They're like, you could damage a car. You can also test positive for weed because we're going to test you right away. And as long as as long as we don't think that you were high when you did it, you're going to be fine. Oh, that's yeah. So, and that's it's like, nice. it's nice that it's nice that like bigger companies are starting to realize that like, yeah, weed's not really an issue. No. I mean, if anything, weed is keeping me out of trouble. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Right? yeah you know, it's keeping you off speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's funny because like back when I used to do speed and Coke, we didn't always, um, this was a long time ago where I didn't have like as much money as I do or any money. So like sometimes we would have to come down off those drugs without weed. And like, <laughs> I can't even imagine what kind of hell like I must've been in. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've ever tried anything hard like that, but yeah, I have. And I, and I don't smoke weed. So uh, every time I've done them, I've come down not on weed and it's rough. It's yeah. like a, 
Yeah, it's like a three day like just deep depression. It's tough. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just not, and it's there's not no worse day. feeling at like four or five a.m. when you've been up all night. Yeah. And your stomach hurts because you haven't eaten. Oh, but also sure. the thought of eating is like impossible. So I think that's like where weed comes in and yeah. like, yeah, it makes it, it, yeah a little like, you know, get some food in you and then you can maybe get a little tired and then yeah. you can yeah. live a normal life again where you're not, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. For me, I think it's just better to not do those things, but yeah. I get why Absolutely. you do. There's, it's so, so fun like, yeah. in the moment, but it's like, for me, it's just, it, it's like the, the next few days are so bad that those like, 10 or 12 hours or whatever just aren't worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Like just... Yeah, no, I don't do anything but smoke weed now, but I smoke a lot of it. Yeah, that's good, <laughs> that's good dude. I wish, I wish I liked it more. I just, I've never, I've never been high and thought to myself, oh, I really like this. It's always been like, I feel tired. Have you ever or... been really, have you ever gotten high and then you're like, I really want to put casts on people? because yeah you have a real job where maybe you shouldn't be high dude because like i might put some pretty dope ass casts on people yeah you might not though (laughs) it comes out tie-dyed and fucking it's just loose it just falls right off yeah Yeah, i deliver luggage so like i can do that shit high all day (laughs) like if i wasn't high it'd be weird i think you're doing the uh oh their name was samsonite thing yeah absolutely (laughs) that's so funny that's cool. I've uh, I've noticed that uh, you you post a lot about like uh, famous people, so you that that's where you see them is through your hotels. Your yeah. yeah, I worked at the Hard Rock Hotel for nine years. Oh, okay. Unlimited celebrities there. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, just within my last couple hotels, I mean, yeah, I've seen. It's weird because before working in hospitality, which I've worked in hotels forever, um, yeah, I never saw celebrities. But now when I see him, it's not a big deal. Um, But it's cool. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's not a big deal. Like I'm too cool, but like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, uh, the star for mission impossible stayed at my hotel, like not that long ago. And I I was, you're not naming names. Listen, I don't listen. It's on you who you think the star of that movie was. What other um, movies was he in? Yeah. Oh, the last samurai top gun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he stayed at our hotel and it's like, great no not a big deal i was actually more excited to see bob saget i saw bob saget randomly yeah Yeah, he was like there a month ago i guess he did a show at the house of blues and he just like walked through the lobby um tall handsome and i'm just like damn bob saget he's in his 60s he looks great yeah he looks awesome he looks really good and his whoever he was with looked great too oh i'm sure yeah probably uh, she was bad she's probably of age yeah i'm sure yeah Yeah. she was she was uh she was very attractive yeah but yeah i've seen a lot of celebrities um it's funny because it's not the big names that i am excited about but like uh when i worked at the hard rock probably just a few years into listening to podcasts uh brody stevens Oh. He just randomly because um, I worked right next to Petco, okay. and I think he was with one of the baseball teams or here to see. Oh yeah, he was a big. Uh, he had friends on every team, like the Cubs, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. friends on those teams. So, anyways, he just walked in front of the hotel, and I was like Brody Stevens, and I didn't ex- I didn't think it was him, but like yeah, sure enough, comes right up to me, does his whole Brody dude. Brody Stevens is Brody. He did he did like a bit. Brody Stevens was Brody Stevens. Oh, yes. uh, That's sad. Just how he was out. I mean, he like he came right up to me. He's like positive energy, and then he like I told him that like I had 
I go up to UCB all the time. At the time, I was going up to UCB. And uh, I told him I was, like, taking an improv class and shit. And he was like, funny guy. And uh, he was just he was just Brody. And I was, like, I was so excited. Uh, that's really cool. I uh, I wish I knew more about him um, before he died. I, I knew who he was, like, just because I've heard his name and stuff. But, like, I never actually, like, looked, uh. looked into him. He, um... He hosted the Oddball Comedy Festival when yeah. I went, but um, I feel like that was so big that like, like his his, his style of comedy no. just didn't work. Like, no. cause like I like I could hear him talking and stuff, but it was it wasn't really that funny to me. And I think it was just because it was drowned out by absolutely. Like, if you were to see him in a small room with a hundred people, right, you wouldn't right. stop. The first yeah, time I, I ever saw him was. was at the UCB, and um. He was actually closing out. I don't. He was closing out. Uh, one of the. It's, it was called Comedy Death Ray back in the day, but um, he just drummed. He just fucking brought two buckets out. He brought one bucket out, sat there, and just drummed. And like I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. It was so fucking funny. And you can't explain why it's funny, but it's yeah. just like, it's yeah, a, man. He. I was such a like, fan. Like mannerisms and so he just yeah. He was very animated. I wish I could incorporate a little bit more of that style of comedy, but it's not really who I am as a person. So it's like, like I've tried to be, I've tried like walking around on stage and holding the mic and being like, you know, that guy. And it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. just not like, it doesn't feel natural. You know, That's kind of where I'm at now is like getting, I would say I've gotten a little bit more success than others who have been doing it for just a few months. Like I have, uh-huh. But yeah, now I'm at a point where like I do want to become myself because myself is what what yeah. led me to think I was funny or other yeah. others to be like, hey, you're funny. Uh-huh. And I mean, I'm trying to go on stage with like less material and stuff when there's like less of an audience. But yeah, I'm trying to be more myself. Yeah. And it's it is definitely a. Uh, it's definitely difficult, but I think yeah. at some point people just find themselves and find out who they are on stage. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, not to say that I've found exactly what I'm going to be doing, like you know, five or ten years from now. But there was just like I used to deliver my material quite a bit different, and um, there was just one night I think I was kind of in a bad mood, and then I got like the right amount of drunk, and then I just decided I didn't really care about that set very much. So I went up there and I just like just told my jokes like like kind of how i tell them now and it just like crushed like, was that got, here uh no it was in um it was that well actually i guess there's been kind of a transitional period now that i think about it because it, it was at the comedy store in la oh uh, you've got you've gone up there yeah just for like, potluck uh no it was like a bringer show really yeah damn that's it, dope it, it's i it, it's not as exciting i mean it's 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 cool, cool. It's, it's just cool, cool it's to comedy yeah. yeah i've done um uh i have i made kind of a friend a comedian who's actually like headlining and um i think he's do- headlining ice house now or something he's doing he's doing really well but he what's his name uh augustino zoida augustino he was just on joey diaz's podcast if i may uh yeah. the only reason you said augustino is like i was like joey diaz says augustino a lot yeah same yeah. guy yeah, yeah perfect same guy, got yeah. it got it uh very very nice guy uh really really funny obviously if he's yeah you know, crushing it like he is um and then he just saw me perform i think at the haha ha cafe or something one time 
and he gave me the opportunity to be on one of his shows. That's and fucking so, cool, dude. So I did like the main room. Damn. And, uh, there was like 150 people. How much time? I think. Uh, I think I did like eight minutes. Nice. Like that, yeah. Um, and that was when I was like, I think I'd, I mean, I was like really, really new to comedy. Wow. I mean, I was like nowhere near as good as I am now. Mm-hmm. I would, dude, I would love to have that opportunity right now. Yeah. You know, like just. Do you still have his information? Uh, Oh I mean, yeah, must uh, have it. I think he's gonna be on this podcast. Oh really? Yeah, we're trying. Oh, to work that's out cool. Time. Every time I've asked, he said yes, but every time I've asked him, he's uh, like out of town doing shows or yeah. whatever, and he's up in LA, so it's just a matter of trying to coordinate. That's but, dope. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I really like him a lot, um, and I've asked him if he would like uh, help me um, figure out how to run a show down here and stuff, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you pointers." And nice, super nice guy. Um, but yeah, anyway, like the. The other shows I was doing, which are still great, but they're like bringer shows. So they put people on these shows who they think can bring a lot mm-hmm. of people. So not everyone on the show is like got it that funny. Did you end up bringing a lot of people that night? Uh, well, I, I did. I've done it like probably ten times or something. And some of them I brought a lot of people, and some of them you've done the comedy store in LA like ten times. Yeah, probably. Fuck, that's dope. It's it's really okay not, for me. Uh, I mean, yeah, for me that's cool. The very first time I, I went up there, that's that's how I felt. I was like, dude, this is the comedy store. Like, this is the best thing ever. But they do have a lot of shows that aren't like yeah, you know, they're not. You weren't sandwiched in between Rogan and Burr? No, it's not. I mean, it's cool to perform there just because, like, these monsters perform there. But the shows I was doing, what they weren't like that. Yeah. You know, so. When I, um, I mean, I've done the mic, I've done the mic in the La Jolla Comedy Store once. Mm -hmm. Um, That was, like, three weeks ago. And, I mean, even just being there, I was, like, really excited. I mean, as, as someone is, like, I'm the biggest fan of comedy and podcasts, like, yeah, the yeah. comedy, and I've been to comedy store once, and that was just to go up to see Kill Tony. Of course, I put my name in the bucket, but like, I mean, yeah, what are your chances yeah, like, it's it's really slim there. And then, I mean, if you think, if you think the bucket at ACC might be somewhat rigged, maybe sometimes cor- the one at Kill Tony is for sure. Uh, I mean, there was probably he only read like two or three like actual random names, uh, okay. and so it was pretty rough. And it sucks because. I just want a shot at Kill Tony because <laughs> with my style, I can oh, yeah. deliver like five or six jokes in a minute. Yeah. And, yeah. but you know, yeah, you do have a really that, that's a long that. drive for a very small chance. And then especially with me being new here, I can't just give up a Monday yeah. to go sit at the comedy yeah, store. Mondays and Tuesdays are pretty, uh, pretty big days yeah. here. So I, um, when I started a couple months ago, I, I told my jobs, I was like Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I can't, that's that's yeah. fucking awesome. I really want to get to the point where um, we'll see how many if any of my coworkers listen to this, but I really want to get to the point where like I'm able to kind of go part time with my job because I really want to go after nice like, comedy, you know. But they just I, so do your do your coworkers know you do comedy then? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, they've come out and seen me. And oh, stuff. that's cool. Yeah, um, it's just with my job, it's like it's super hard to take time off. A little, yeah, like, you have a real job. Yeah, my <laughs> job, I can be like. Hey, I can't deliver luggage these fucking days. <laughs> Figure out some, go get a homeless person off the street. They can do it. Um, I mean, it's not that easy. I'm actually pretty good at my job. I think I, I think I make more money than the average person. I know I make more money than the average person, but like anybody yeah. can do this shit, but yeah. your job. Yeah. It's, it takes actual skill <laughs> schooling. Not very much schooling. It's like a year. 
it's but it's still good though. I it's mean, too it's, much for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's cool. I I really like my job. But um, we're talking about the comedy store. Like a uh, a couple of the awesome things that I've really enjoyed is like when I did the main room, there was uh, I got to go into the green room, <sighs> and there's like the glass piano that everyone does did coke off of back in the day, you know, and it's still chilling there. So that's like sitting there, I can touch it. It's like hypoth hypothetical. Any coworkers fast forward. Any coworkers of yours fast forward this part. But hypothetically, if someone were to offer, I'll say it for I'll my just end. Say yes. Yeah. If someone <laughs> were to say, "Hey, here's 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 the iconic, you know, glass piano. Uh, would you do a small line off it? I would probably do it. Oh, just yeah. to be like, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'd make me funnier. You never like know. Richard Pryor. Like, there's so many Kinnison. Kinnison. Like, so many names, you know, and it's it's just chilling back there. And then, like, the other cool thing about the uh, comedy store was um, a couple of times I was able to go back to the – there's, like, a bar for just comedians. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, so I was back there um, a few times. And then, uh, like, one of the times, Jeselnik walked back there. And I didn't I didn't want to fanboy too much. I just uh -huh. – all, all I did was say, also, Hi, he, I'm a big fan. He doesn't seem good. like the type of guy – that would want to hear it. Would want to hear it at all. Yeah. Like, do you know who Burt Kreischer is? Uh huh. If you were to walk up to that dude and fanboy out, he might rip his shirt off and start drinking with you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah Jessel Nick, no. Yeah. So I'll, I just like, I just kept it to, oh, hey, I'm a big fan. And then that was it. Like, I didn't say anything else to him. Um, well, I mean, I'm assuming his response was thank you. Uh, yeah, it was very. Uh, actually, it wasn't even thank you. It was just a nod. And he just got, he, all he got from the bar was a, some bottled waters and then walked away. It's like, but it's still cool. I mean, it was like right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally like starstruck, you know, just like. Yeah, Jessel Nick is someone who. Yeah. Yeah, if I saw, I would, I would. Yeah, he's yeah. he's one of my favorites for sure. He's, yeah, I'm just such a big fan of like his style and writing and everything. Um, one of my sets. Uh, I'm not bragging, at all. Um, I'm a piece of shit, you guys. Um, one of my sets after ACC TD followed me, mm -hmm. and as I was getting off. He like shook my hand. He was like, dude, that, that was Jesselnik, dude. And I was like, thank you so much. I was like, you have no idea what that means to me, dude. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I actually got that one time from like a random lady at the madhouse when I did, um, I think it was just a mic or something. And I got off and then she, she came up to me and she was like, you sound just like Jesselnik. Oh, that's great. And, well, that's what I, that's kind of what I thought at first. But then at the same time, like you hear about these, um, I worry about like it, like mimicking somebody too much. You know what I mean? I for don't. Sure. I don't want to be Jeselnik. Yeah. I want to be influenced. By yeah. Him for sure. But I don't want to. I I think I was getting to the point where like my cadence and everything was starting to like mm. be like Jeselnik, and it's like I gotta like. Yeah. I gotta be me. You know? They say that they say that a lot of the the good comedians when they first started, they would mimic. Yeah. Who their influences were. I mean. Have you ever seen Jeselnik's impression of Dane Cook? It's so when Jeselnik was young. So I mean, funny. yeah, you yeah. know, so you know, it's, it's yeah. I it, think um yeah, and they like the big one is a tell. I like they they say like a lot of people were imitating. A tell doesn't um doesn't do anything for me. Oh um, really? Like I don't I don't listen to him, and I'm not blown away, and I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, think I would ever f uh, follow his cadence. But yeah, man, I uh, everybody looks up to a tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's got a very um, distinct cadence and delivery and stuff. Do you know who the one-liner? Uh, his name is Dan Cummings. Oh yeah. Do you know who Dan Cummings he's is? Very funny. Yeah. Dan Cummings is is 
Like, if you were to ask me, do you like Cummings or Attell? I'm like, I'm Team Cummings, dude. Like, Cummings is he's funny. so funny. Yeah. I like um, I, what I really like about him is uh, like when he names his jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I call that joke this. Yeah. Like, I actually have a joke uh where I do that, and it's it's kind of a new joke, and it's. I mean, yeah, I've gotten well. I've gotten good feedback, and yeah, I, I tag it with my, um, this joke is called my head my gentrified head um joke i had it was like a long running joke so it was like my hair is turning more and more white and so my head's becoming gentrified or whatever and um and then i would talk about like you know i've got the cul-de-sacs with like the receding hairline and then like i went to sleep one day when my hair was detroit and i woke up and it was utah <laughs> like, all this different stuff that's and then, funny and then at the very end of it i was uh i did one of those jokes where it was like uh i call that joke roots like which uh which i thought was like awesome but um yeah that's so now, funny now i feel like i can't do that joke anymore though <laughs> but uh why i don't know it's just because the i mean maybe i can do it and get away with it because I, I have a roots I ha- joke i have done it i have done it before uh no it's not not a not a race joke just the uh just because it's the same joke that the Ju- judah friedlander god you know, oh like okay that. got it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's not like dude i've done really like i like i did a joke where i was like fantasy football draft is just where you take turns choosing black people to own and trade amongst each other <laughs> like so you know yeah. like race doesn't really yeah. bother me that much because it's not like i've had I get nothing but good feedback from my race jokes from black people. Dude, those, it's, that hamburger joke is fucking yeah, funny. That's thank like, you, man. That's one of my favorites of yours. Yeah, I, um, yeah it's funny burger. because it's I usually will close with that joke at ACC, and it's nice to have that clock at the bottom now mm. because I know that I can spit that joke out in about 15 seconds. So as soon as I see that timer at like 240, I will, I'll usually go into that. and oh, um, perfect. Yeah, so yeah. it's nice having that clock. They didn't use they didn't always have that clock. And it would mess me up because I would either I would usually stop it. I would stop way short. And oh, like yeah, not, as soon as you saw the light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would start to think, you know, because have you ever been played off at ACC? Dude, the one time <laughs> one time I was played off there, I did, it was I didn't get the light. So oh, they, that they, sucks. So they never and it was one of those audition nights too. Oh. So I was like super irritated like I never got the light and then they played me off and there was the clock there, but I usually like once the light comes yeah, on. Yeah. Then you can start then to I look at the clock. Yeah. To look at the clock. Yeah. So I was like super pissed. And then Nathan was like, there's a clock down here. And like, you know, he yeah. d- did his thing. Was it, uh, was it recently? Um, it was probably a couple months ago. Do you remember who the comedian was that you were? Um, no, because they've done it like three or four times now over the last few months. Um, I don't, I don't remember who it was for. There's, um, it, and I, and like the part of what irritated me was like I felt like I was like, I was doing really well, and then like being played off, obviously, just like you're done. Yeah, like yeah. ruins your chances. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like good enough to actually get one of those spots. But I think like it felt, it felt like I was, I had a good set yeah. that night, and it just like, uh, I was, yeah, I was pretty pissed off. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I let it go. It's fucking. You don't remember who got the spot? I wonder if it was the spot that Josh Krebs got. No, uh, no, I don't think it was that one. I think it was uh, the. There was like a girl that came down from L.A. Mm. and I think she got it. I don't remember what her name was. Got it. She was really funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, it didn't upset me that she got the spot. It was just more like, man, I, I wish, uh, I wish the light would have came on. Yeah. It's a pretty cool feeling, man. Um. Getting that spot though, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I was, 
You for definitely s- had a really good set that night. I yeah. Remember, for someone who's yeah. been doing it just a few months and then for, for Nathan to come up and be like, yo man, you, you got the spot. And I was like, Dude, that's and cool. it's cool. It's it's cool having this like added pressure. It's like yeah, it's real pressure. I mean, I could get in my shell and be like scared, or I could be like, "Yo, this is what you wanted." Yeah. Like, why would you? You know, why would you yeah. not be prepared yeah. and 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 not be be ready to crush it? And I'm, dude, I'm so excited, and I'm really confident, man. I'm yeah. with a packed house, dude. I think my jokes are gonna land. And oh, and, you're gonna kill it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's like the perfect perfect setting it's like, the perfect venue yeah. acc like i'm i'm hanging out with like this new group of comics that have just started mm-hmm. because technically i'm new although in this group of like five guys i'm like more of the veteran out of those five right or six or whatever but it's like i keep telling them that like once you get on acc man there's no better feeling because there's a real crowd and yeah. if you're funny they'll let you know Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys got up at ACC last night for the first time, and oh, I was so how to go. It it went well, man, and it was, it was yeah, so yeah. funny because like I was happy for him, yeah. And like I have no reason to be happy. I just met this dude like a month ago, yeah. But like yeah, I was who, like, who, who is he? Uh, this guy named Anthony, um, black dude, uh, McLean or McQuinn. Oh, he has a goatee. He yeah, has, and he he's got TD. Yeah, and he's got like an old school yeah. like fucking yeah. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh he came he came over here with TD when TD recorded. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, that guy was very nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I haven't seen him um I haven't seen him perform yet, but uh I mean Yeah, he got he got on for the first time last uh, night. That was cool. cool. Yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um yeah, I think that you're going to fucking crush at that show, dude. That's that's so I'm really fun. excited. I I don't I wish I had an Instagram and I wish I had like a little bit of a following where I can, cause all I have is face at all. No. And I, I mean, anybody could show me how to do it, but like, I mean, I could probably just type in Instagram and it's going to (laughs) say, set up an account. Um, I'm I'm pretty retarded with it too, but I I'm on it just cause it seems like that's what like all the young, like that's like the hip thing is Instagram. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, like all I have is Facebook to promote to like people I know. Uh, and like yeah. my friends to come and see me. So I hope I have like a few people that come out to each show, yeah. but, um, yeah, man, I'm really excited. And, yeah. uh, I've been listening to, to Giannis's podcast recently. Oh, okay. Um, he's got one with Chris DiStefano. It's oh. really funny. Yeah. And they, you know, they're both from, they're both from New York with these hard, like East coast accents. It's uh, yeah, it's really entertaining actually. So yeah, it's pretty cool. In fact, Giannis said something yesterday that really hit me. He, uh, I guess his father is very sick and very close to passing away, which my grandpa is in the same. Uh, (sighs) My grandpa just got after like a month in the hospital. He just got moved back to his house, but he's in like on uh, on hospice or in hospice, whatever, however they say it. But he's pretty much just laid up in a bed until he passes away. But anyways, Giannis had mentioned that his dad is in the same situation. And he said that his dad, he referred to it as his dad being on the runway and I was like, well, what's he mean? And he said, he's on the runway waiting for his plane to heaven. And I was like, that hit me, bro. I was like, God, that I was like, dude, that feels good, man. That's like a great way to look at it. And, and you know what to, to, to think. Yeah. So like when I was close close with your grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And he's, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, it's not, life. Not that you're close with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. Grandparents are the worst. No, no, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, th- for that, but it's hard for my grandma. My grandma's still alive. Uh, and yeah. like, obviously they've been together like 
as as old people. When, yeah, yeah like through wars. <laughs> yeah. Like I've made it through wars. That's fucking crazy. Uh, dude, our our generations are such bitches. Yeah, no, I'll never have I'll I'll never have that. But yeah, it's yeah. that's the rough part is is just thinking like like if if I were to be in love for sixty years and then to watch that person die. Yeah. Couldn't imagine well, I mean I have to imagine, but like it sucks. Yeah. But I know I'm not the only person that's gone through this. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. Is like, uh, there's there's so many just like awful things. You know, you know what's funny is um, like, there, it's weird when you kind of get in your twenties and stuff, and you twenties and thirties, and you start to like think about um, like I started looking back on my life, and I always thought like, because your life is just normal to you, and like obviously you lived a crazy life, so maybe you knew that yours wasn't normal. I don't know. Or maybe it felt like it was normal to you. No. For me, it was like, um, like when I looked back, it was like, dude, my shit was like kind of fucked up, really, when I think about it. But then everybody's shit is fucked up. Yeah. Everybody has a fucked up. I mean, some are worse than the others or, or you know, like not like it's a competition or anything, but it's like there's no normal people out there. And I think that's like the awesome thing about comedy is like you're going up there and you're saying the shit that like people actually think or people actually feel, but nobody talks about. And that's why it's funny. Cause it's tension really. Yeah. You know, it's just like, but, uh, I had a sister that passed away Jesus. and, I, and I'm working on a o- older, younger. She was a year older, uh, when I was in high school. Can I ask how, uh, she crashed a plane. She was getting her, her li- pilot's license. She oh God. Working, and how was old was she? 16. And she was working on her pilot's license. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dude, so, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know. That's fault. just what you yeah. say. <laughs> no. But that's but, rough. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I've like I've always wanted a. I talked about this on a, another podcast. I don't remember who with, but I always wanted to do a joke about it. And then like I'm finally getting to the point where I feel like I'm I'm writing like a pretty good joke about it. It that's not like, because uh, like with a joke like that, you just don't want people to feel sorry for you. Yeah. You know, you want it to actually be funny. But um, I'm excited about it because it's, like, something that was, like, you know, bad or sad that happened in my life. But I'm going to make a joke about it. And I feel like that's going to be, like, a big relatable thing. Like, it can be a really good joke, I think, yeah. if I do it right. Yeah. And just because other people are going to be, be able to re- relate to tragedy because everybody's gone through it, you know? Will it be a long bit? I mean, you said you're working on it. Um, it, It's not, like, a real long bit. It's just, like, I'm trying to do it right is all. Like, I've tried it I've tried it out a couple of times. It's something along the lines of, like, um, uh, you know, like my sister died trying to get her pilot's license. And I, uh, when I told a guy that one time, he was like, um, oh, that's why women shouldn't be pilots. And I'm just like, dude, it's... 2019 you're gonna tell me that just because she was a girl she couldn't transition into a man and become a mediocre pilot (laughs) (laughs) have i heard you say that uh i don't know maybe no maybe not um yeah it's funny that's really funny yeah you might have heard it on the podcast if you listen oh maybe yeah i have listened to a few episodes yeah so like that's the premise i feel you know it's gotta it needs some like tweaking and stuff but uh, it's funny because as uh as someone who wants to push the buttons, this is going to sound bad. And You're talking about like anti-PC buttons. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't hate me. But as soon as you said like, oh, you know, my sister died in, a, you know, trying to 
uh, get her pilot's license. My the back of my brain was like, okay, where's the joke? Where's the joke? Where's the joke? Yeah. And like this garlic festival thing, like immediately I'm oh, like, saw, where? I'm like, thing, where's yeah. the joke? Where's yeah. the joke? Where's the joke? That's a Jeselnik thing too. Yeah, yeah, and it's I don't think it's a bad thing, but that is just how I think. Like, yeah, there's like um I don't know, it's it's a tricky thing because there, there's like a timing to it, and it actually has to be good you have to be really confident that it's good otherwise you just come off as a complete ass yeah absolutely and so it's like it's a tricky thing when you when you play with things like that um but it can be done and i and really that's where where comedy like that's where comedy actually helps people you know yeah yeah you kind of like let them know that like it's like it's okay to admit like shitty things are funny sometimes yeah for sure yeah so I don't know. And that's it takes the power away. Yeah, and that's I mean it's not a terrible thing to try to find the funny right. when something tragic happens cuz it it's it helps some people cope, Yeah. It's know? not it's yeah. it's not like it's not like any comedian is out just going out and saying I'm glad all those people died or I'm glad your sister died or right, right, right. you know. So yeah, I don't think it's terrible trying to find the joke, but yeah. 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 But yeah, it's definitely where my where the back of my brain went. It was Dude, like, that's, oh, it's... that's funny. Yeah, I find that uh, I find myself doing that too, and not just with like tragedies, but kind of just everything. Like every time something just like happens, and then there's sort of like a pause, like some beats or something. Then I'll just think like, all right, where's the funny? Yeah. Like, where's Where's the joke here? Yeah. Like, what can I say? So yeah. yeah, it's. I think that I think that's fun. It's yeah. funny because now that like I just hang out with comedians, and I try to do comedy as much as I can. I look at like other people living their life and I'm like, what do you, what, what do you do? (laughs) It should seem so boring, but yeah, you know, I guess guess we're wired differently. Oh, for sure. It is kind of frustrating. Um, you know, cause like at my, at my work, I do deal with some pretty serious things sometimes like broken bones all the time and stuff. And, um, my go-to is jokes. Like that's, I'm always joking. And sometimes they're in a really shitty situation and I still throw out the jokes and sometimes they love it. Yeah. Like, but man, some people hate it. <laughs> Have you ever broken a bone? Uh, yeah, a couple. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Do, uh, uh, didn't you just skateboard or don't yeah, do you yeah, skateboard? So it's like the scars from a surgery. Oh, oh yeah, you can barely notice that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> right, yeah. And then, uh, and then I broke my hand, and I'm missing a knuckle because of it. Oh, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can see or not see that. Yeah, it's it's funny because I think I broke this one, this big one, in high school, and that's why it's big. And then I broke this small one and college and that's why it's small how like skating retarded. uh well the big one in high school I, was, I got mad at my dad i don't even remember what it was about and i just punched a counter yeah yeah, yeah. um and then this one i was just playing a pickup football like a thanksgiving football game uh-huh and i just uh i think i caught someone's elbow on it or wow. something i don't I don't freak really accident know. yeah just a weird thing yeah Usually when people have broken bones in their hand, when guys have broken bones in their hands, I'm like, yeah, you got mad and hit something. Oh yeah. For Almost sure. every single time. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That's what this one I used is. to, yeah. yeah, I used to put, in fact, uh, that trailer park that I lived in with my stepmom for a while, man, that I left that place looking bad. In <laughs> fact, I actually shattered her, um, her glass, the, the full glass sliding, to okay. get to get into the trailer park, oh, I yeah? shattered that entire thing from slamming. From, it from slamming it, it? Oh, no, okay. from slamming it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't Shat- punch glass. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I didn't <laughs> punch it. No, I completely shattered it. And um, yeah, I mean, we lived in a trailer park, so I mean, that was probably a a thousand dollars to replace or whatever. I was a piece of shit back then, but yeah, it's uh, I definitely damaged some things before. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I I try not to have a temper oh. like that anymore. Dude. Any, anytime like a 20 something year old like male walks in with like a broken hand 
that's kind of our go-to is like, what'd you punch? Yeah. And then if it was like, whether it's a wall or a person, my, my follow-up question is always, um, cause they have always punched something. My follow-up question was like, uh, was she worth it? <laughs> always al- over a girl. Always over a girl. Yeah. And she's never worth it. Yeah. And never. nobody's ever sober. Yeah. Oh no, nah. never, nah. never. Yeah. It's fucking stupid, dude. 20 year old guys are just stupid. Like uh, this whole, like, uh, not, I shouldn't get political, but this talk about like lowering the voting age to 16 is retarded. Do we need to up it to like 30? Yeah. And also like, just because you're 30, I don't want to talk too much about politics, politics. Cause I'm not that smart, yeah. but yeah, just be, Me neither. I mean, yeah. yeah, the age shouldn't, shouldn't. Yeah. If you're a certain age, that still shouldn't mean that like yeah. you should look into the <laughs> person's like past. Yeah. Aptitude test yeah. If you have, like. if you have a, a past of bad decisions, yeah. Maybe we don't want you to vote. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with my own premise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't even think I should be allowed to be, vote, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, I don't just, vote. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the smartest it, thing to yeah, do. Yeah. I don't know. People look down on that, but yeah. listen, and, I, I just try to stay out of it. <laughs> genuinely, in California, it doesn't matter. I guess for local elections, it matters a little bit, but in California, it doesn't. Yeah. What are you going to... You're not going to change anything. Are you, um, just to switch the subject, are you, uh, gonna go out at all tonight? Oh, um, yeah, maybe, uh, I didn't get picked for... Yeah, comedy star. No, I didn't get picked for that. Um, but, uh, what else is tonight? The Harp and Madhouse? The Harp and Madhouse, but I was gonna go check out Miles and Daniel's Riff City show. Oh, shit, yeah. That's tonight. It's only one... I might go to that too. Yeah, it's only once a month, and, like, it seems like they have pretty good names. I went when, uh, they had Adam Ray. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, see, it they get so they funny. get good they get good and in fact, Miles and was Zoltan telling me was on that too. Zoltan, so funny, dude. And Adam Ray, it was like fucking phenomenal. It was so when funny. I first and Nathan Driver, <laughs> <laughs> I like Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan it's funny because uh, I came around pretty sporadically when Nathan started. Oh yeah. And Nathan was actually one of the first guy, not one of the first guys, but he I remember he had just started and he came up to me and was like, "Yo, like you're pretty funny." Yeah. And like and then I just fell off the face of the earth for a few years and then I came back recently and Nathan yeah. was like, "Yo, I started when you did." And I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, man, you fucking lapped me and then lapped me again." And I was like, "I should have never gave up." See, Nathan's great. Dude. Yeah. He's really funny. Hair's beautiful. Shout out to Nathan. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was going to go to that show just cuz they only do it once a month. I've never been and it seems like they get it seems like they put on a pretty good show, so it's worth going. And I like Miles and Daniel; they're both pretty funny. Yeah, I, li- I like both those guys too. Um, all right, well, let's wrap up real quick. We're a little over an hour, which is what I usually do anyway. Perfect. Um, let's plug your stuff. You're doing American Comedy Company next weekend, which uh, what are the dates? August 9th and tenth. Um, okay. I'm going to be opening for Giannis Papas. Yeah. Um, both are eight p.m. shows. Um. You know, it's going to be a packed house, and, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. I have some other small shows. Um, if you don't come, we'll cry uh, with Billy. <laughs> yeah, Billy Orm. Shout out to awesome. Billy Orm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, he has me on a couple shows coming up, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so he has me on a couple shows. So, um, yeah, of course. Um, uh, yeah, so that would be pretty fun. So come out and, and uh, come support live comedy. And... Um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any sort of social media except Facebook. Uh, Facebook. I found out that there's another comedian named Mike Bentley, and that's a bummer. Um, so I might have to kill that dude or become more popular. 
Um, but yeah, you can uh, you can follow me. Uh, you can come, you know, send me a friend request on Facebook. It's weird when you get all these these friend requests from people who just know other comedians because I want to accept all these friend requests, but I'm realizing that some of these people are just like randomly friends with other comedians. So, uh, no, it's okay. But I'm not. Requ- yeah, I'm not accepting all those uh, random friend requests. So you're uh, you're not accepting random friend requests from like random people? Or no. So I've been getting so like I'm getting requests from people and then I'll click on them and I don't know they're just not people that are part of the San Diego scene. I don't know. I just uh, they're they're almost like bots, but I think they're real people. But they just see that I'm friends with you and TD yeah. and Ty Shelton and whoever else. There's, so they're, you know, and, and I've been getting a lot of those too, but as long as they look like comedians, I, I accept them. Yeah, I probably should. And, and I, I have accepted most of them, but there's some where I'm like, I don't know. I just don't, Yeah, they're, but I guess it's good for promotion. Like you yeah. never know who's going to see your stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and like the way things go nowadays too, it's like, how many people do you have on your social media? Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't have very many, but if you can build it up, it helps. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, cool. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, and that, um, if you don't come, we'll cry show looks really good too. I know that TD headlined it last week and, uh, my buddy Aiden, who was also on my podcast, um, he's the one that filmed it. Oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So they're trying to put it on uh well, I guess I shouldn't really talk about it, but hopefully it's on a TV network soon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I had seen something that they were trying to work on something pretty big. So yeah, yeah, hopefully that happens. I mean, that whole lineup was so good. And, and like, it's funny because I used to be intimidated by Ty, by Ty Shelton. Dude, I was the same way. But then like, it's funny because he gave me kind of a backhanded compliment, which is fine. I'll take it. But he was like, he pulled me aside to Madhouse. It's all fucking six foot six of them and shit and all the rings. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I don't normally like one liners, but you were really funny, bro. (laughs) I was like, all right, well, I'll take it, man. But yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, he did. He's a sweetheart of a person like. But same thing. I was like, dude, this guy. Intimidating. Yeah. But super nice. And then when when he tells you, hey, like, I think you're funny, you're just like, yeah, that's cool. Dude, he got me so drunk podcasting here. He brought these like. He brought over this like UV vodka. It's like blue, like I think it's pretty cheap vodka, like blueberry flavored. And then this like monster energy drink. And it tasted like a Jolly Rancher. I'm not going to lie. It tasted. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Good. But man, I was so fucked up, dude. I didn't like I don't think I got up to like noon. You guys got drunk during the podcast. Yeah. Wow, You guys didn't sound too drunk. Oh really? Oh, it was a. So. Oh no, uh, it wasn't on my podcast. It was on another podcast. That, oh okay. That I, that I used to be on. Oh okay. It was actually the last one I did. <laughs> got it. Okay, got it. Yeah, no, because um, I, I listened to yours with him and. Yeah, yeah. You guys seemed fine. No, it was. Yeah, it wasn't that time. It was. Uh, it was another one. It actually just came out. It's on North Park Radio called "That's Offensive." Uh, I saw on Facebook that he was promoting that, yeah. so I'll, I'll I'll give it a listen. Yeah. I was so you're on it with Ty. Yeah, yeah, me and a, a couple of friends, and I was super drunk. Nice. Pretty much, well, I had, like, um, I did a, my podcast with Katie Orchard right mm-hmm. before that, and I had, like, three beers with her, and then I started drinking these other things. Dude, I was, like, lit up by Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I would like, it would be fun to just, 
do like podcasts with like if you get like three com- three or four comedians oh yeah just like hanging out and drinking and shooting this shit that'd be we, so fun we did that with the that other the uh the offensive podcast we went up to la and got a airbnb a house and um we were having like la comics come through nice yeah uh, like do you know who chip nicholson is uh-huh chip from he's yeah. from here so yeah, yeah 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 so uh he came on with his uh his um friend from their podcast that he does and so all five five of us we dude we podcasted for like we recorded for like four hours and nice. it was just a big drunk fest yeah like, i like lot, listening to those yeah um is chip at the does he is he at the com is he like a comedy store regular no 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 he's not a regular but um i don't know if he actually really does a whole lot there got it but he's doing shows all over though yeah he, he's really funny he got like third in the san diego comedy festival I think. really yeah nice yeah he's very funny he's um very like a sweetheart of a yeah he's really player. nice yeah um who won that festival or who do you know anthony davis He's like a the pellet the yeah yeah the basketball player. <laughs> the basketball player yeah, yeah. I had no idea the, the is there anything yeah, that yeah, yeah I almost said pelicans yeah. is there anything that guy can't do yeah no it's uh that that actually was one of his jokes yeah but, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah you ha- kind of have to address it I think. yeah that's like I feel like I have to do that with my name too when they announce me like oh my name here's yeah. my joke about my name but uh he's like um he's from the south somewhere he's like a big redneck guy he looks like um uh uh Josh Krebs but uh bigger got it yeah and uh he's got more of a southern accent too got but it. very funny though he he deserved to win for sure nice. yeah yeah all right so i said we we're gonna wrap up a while ago let's just do it now yeah let's wrap it up thanks for coming on dude bye dusty yeah. That's it. That's the podcast. Do you know how how good was that? I mean, how interesting was Mike's life and how dedicated is he to comedy and how much does he love comedy and and uh I don't know, man. I just think he's going to I think he's going to make it. I think he's going to do very well in comedy and I think you should start following him now before he becomes a household name. That way you can be like, "Oh, I knew him back when." You know what I'm saying? Uh, so thanks so much for Mike com- for coming on. Um, not only is he a really funny dude, but a really good person. And I, uh, I appreciated, um, talking to him and we chatted a little bit off podcast and it was just, uh, he's a guy that is really easy to root for. So, uh, go Mike. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe to it. Um, tell your friends about it and, uh, tell me about it. And if you hate the podcast, um, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let me know. Let me know what I need to change. Uh, if you have ideas, uh, segments, topics that you think would be interesting being discussed by, you know, local comedians or local artists, um, you know, perspectives that you'd like to hear, just let me know. Uh, hit me up on my social media. Um, or go to my website, dustytunnel.com, uh, tunnel spelled with two L's and hit the contact link and shoot me a message, shoot me a message. I'm really good at this stuff, at the speaking into microphone stuff. I do real well, but, uh, yeah, thanks again so much for listening and I hope you continue to listen and, um, and I love you. Bye.